The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back to part two of an impromptu recording session at Adventures from the Shed, in which we play the Tavern Tales RPG. MHI Incorporated continues the adventure to find out what's up with that angry dragon. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to another special episode of Adventures from the Shed, where we are playing the Tavern Tales RPG. You can find them online at taverntalesrpg.com, and they're currently running a Kickstarter where you can look at the game as it is, a free PDF download, and contribute to them to help them bring this game to a physical book for anyone to buy. We're going to go around the around the room here and say hi. I almost said the table. We're not at a table today. We're going to go around the room and say hi, starting with... Hi, this is Bridget, the uh, GM's better half. <laughs> I'm playing Venti, the mage healer. Hmm. Mickey. Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I get to play hard-hearted Hannah, the succubus travel agent to the stars. With a heart of gold. <laughs> With a heart. No, she doesn't. No. <laughs> the heart of faux gold. JJ here, playing Prim the Savage, and uh, as Joe mentioned, we are not playing around the table, so I am actually rolling in a shoebox. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome. It's and pretty I am awesome. Joe, I am the Game Master, as we continue what should be the final episode of our second and final episode of our Tavern Tales RPG. As a quick refresher, We are playing this game, which is a different rule set from what we have typically played here. This rule set involves a die mechanic of rolling 3d20 and taking the middle number and adding a stat modifier to it. In addition to that, we have things called challenges, where the players are trying to get their characters to defeat a challenge by having more good tales said than bad tales. As we get started, we'll review what good tales and bad tales and neutral tales are again. Anyone who's listening can say retroactively a bless you to Mickey if you'd like. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, We are going to just do a quick recap of where we took our first episode. Does anyone want to contribute to that? Sure. I think we kind of stretched our legs a bit, trying to nuzzle into these characters for a while. Um, I like we that learned nuzzle, well nuzzle that in. really nice. Um, we learned that our town, Shadow Castle in Low, actually Low City in the Shadow mm-hmm. Cash- Castle region, was um, probably. Unfortunately, some digital gremlin snuck in here and messed with the audio while Mickey was giving us the recap from the first session. The audio trouble lasts for just about a minute, so I'll just recap her recap. Thieves stole and, accidentally or not, broke one dragon egg, which killed the baby dragon inside and angered the waking mother dragon. MHI was instructed by the king to go steal the second egg and hold it for ransom in an effort to stop the dragon from destroying Shadow Castle and Low City. Afterwards, I go on to give a little more detail about the information gathered in our first session to help clear things up. Uh, about the king's instruction for the group as he was asking something that seemed a little unreasonable to them as we were wrapping up the first session. So we'll get right back to the episode here while the gremlins go away. I believe that's where we left off. We were trying to figure out what the next Mm -hmm. step should be. Yep, so the 
as part of that, you know, it was a little, it felt a little disjointed describing it at the end of the last episode, so I'll recap that. As far as the king is concerned, um, his best advisors and those around the, um, around the castle have told him that in order to stop the dragon from coming and destroying his keep and his people, he should grab the other dragon egg and tell the dragon, look, we'll give it back if you leave us alone. It's not our fault. So that's his appeasement because he knows that they can't stand, or they are, according to legend, there's no way they could withstand the dragon's assault. So they need to find a way to dissuade the dragon and not allow it to destroy the city and the keep. So he has hired his mercenary group, MHI, to go and carry out this plan that he has conceived of. As we begin this episode, we are going to have our characters making their way to the foothills of Dragon Mountain, perhaps to make a quick stop in to say hi to uh, Prim, 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 damn, I want to put an N at that, Prim's um, Barbarian Tribe, maybe to say hi, and then head up Dragon Mountain. Is there any way they could help you guys be equipped for the journey, perhaps? Um, He's... Prim would not Exiled. be welcome unless yeah. he had already fetched the carcass of the dragon. Okay. Um, so well, yes, you guys did fetch that before we ended the last episode. And that's what I'm saying is, is he would not be welcome because he had been exiled and he had okay. condemned the elders for their stupidity and wanting to attract the attention of the dragon. Um, I didn't know if you still had like a cousin Kenny or somebody that you kept contact with or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I have some contacts in the tribe, but for the most part, you know, they wouldn't welcome him in there. But with the with the carcass in tow, with the stillborn baby dragon, baby dragon um, the the clan basically is in you know jaws on the floor sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know, because. Everything they've been hoping for, what praying for, wishing for, is there, and you know, here comes this exile with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I tell one of the little kids, I tell him to go run and fest, uh, um, Witchman Pride. Okay. Because <laughs> um, that's our naming scheme here. We have adjectives for names. Um, Witchman Pride. And um, Wishman Pride comes out, and I tell him that we need to um, arrange for a funeral pyre to uh, do the ritual to let the dragon know that this was an unfortunate death. During your conversation, Wishman Pride does not bring himself to look at you directly because you have disgraced yourself amongst the tribe, and he is very proud of the tribe. However, he does order what you have asked and mentions, he's kind of treating you as, you know I'm not speaking to you, so he tells the kid, you tell Prim that if this works, we'll start talking to him again. You tell him. Yes. <laughs> and the little kid is like, Richmond Bride said, if you do this, he'll talk to you again. Good. Um, You're a man of few words, <laughs> Prim. I am. Good. Good. Make it so. It's huge. All right, go ahead. Sorry. So you get that started. And now, um, before you head out, the little kid tells you that there's still that path up the side of the mountain that the tribe used to take. But 
over the last few months they haven't taken it so often because it appears there's a group of creatures that are up there that have built a temple to Iliard and they believe that they are awakening the dragon and the tribe is like oh no you're not we are and well there's this rivalry going on great fanatics yeah yeah just um, what we needed I remember the path well and um, I also know that there's a uh, root on the path that is somewhat poisonous um, in and of itself it's not harmful but it does cause extreme vertigo. Oh, neat. And I'm going to, as I go up the path, I'm going to uh, pluck a few. And now, this is a trait you have for gathering yeah. reagents. Mm-hmm. Let's make a roll. And make, let's see that you actually do this. Okay. Do this, man. Yeah. Do it, Do this. Because here is where, depending on your roll, something bad could happen, right? Let's see. Could off you might hand. get a condition. Like he could oh, burn. Yeah. That would that'd be not. That would not be good. So we have this. Oh. Gosh, now I got to remember. What are we going to use for this? Is this going to be? I guess, I would guess be mind. Mind. Yeah. mind. It's a trait. Observant though. and clever. However, you're still rolling against a stat, but using your trait, you get the highest it. of the three. So in this case, we will increase the roll because it should be That's easy. <laughs> now, anyone could say they were doing that, but because you know how to gather reagents, this makes it easy for you. I have Use a 19, an 18, and an 8. Jeez. Okay, so it didn't matter So even that with my much. negative 1. Nice. So you still, you get the reagent that you're looking for. This is the reagent you're looking for. It turns out, it, when you were first looking, you thought, oh, I might fall, I might... Oh, no, I'm not. This is the right one. Gosh. You're all fat. It's baby stuff. And um, yeah. going to use that same trait to turn Uh-oh. that... Uh, Frown upside and this is down. Where, this is where you get to tell me... Um, oh, good. I get to say something. What it transform? What's the temporary trait? So, like I said, it causes vertigo, so... Okay. Um, the plan was to coat my claws in it. Nice. Mm. So don't scratch an itch anytime soon. Exactly. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, That'd be bad. Uh, so what we're going to say then is when you scratch something intending to do it harm, we'll put that little stipulation on there. Intending to do it yes, harm. Yes. Very nice. That thing will immediately um, back away in fear from any ledge. Oh, immediately. Got it. So it would get vertigo. That's the idea. Since he, since he primed that, yes. I like it. So remember that. So you will now be... It'll be the next thing you hit. Okay. The next thing you hit intending to do harm. I won't make it. So if you happen to have an itch down there that you're not worried about it. Because, huh? <laughs> you know, I'd hit that. It happens. I would so do I that. I so hit that. Scratchy, scratchy. Um, okay. Uh, you guys head up the mountain. It takes about a day to travel up the side of the mountain. Now, Go ahead. Can I do something in the meantime? You sure can. <clears throat> can I be making some healing potions along the way? That's one of my... What I would say is put one healing potion in your inventory. It will use up one inventory spot. Okay. And during the time that you guys had gathered the materials from your supplier of mm-hmm. uh, Prim brought brought you some stuff while you were already at Bottoms Up, and 
the time in the interim where it's been probably close to a half a day or so. It's going to be close to nighttime. You guys will need to make camp as you're heading up the mountain. Uh, we're not going to go through all that specifically, although there is a rule, or not a rule, but a, a thing within the book about setting camp. Um, we're not going to go through that. We're just going to move on to the next day. You guys wake up. You'll have had time to make that healing potion. And Hannah thinks this would be a fantastic vacation to take her clients on. It's getting really <laughs> cold and really dangerous, and it would be the clients where you might want to feed off of their fear. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you go along with them. Uh, she does on right. the prime. Yeah. Um, so perhaps as you are gathering up camp the next morning. Who is the most, uh, out of the three of you, who would you say is the most observant? Would that most, what? fall? Observant. What would that fall under? Uh, just stacked? say, in, in general, who would be more wary of I bad would be, things? Coming? I would be pretty aware of my surroundings in the wilderness. Yeah. So the reason I say that is I'm going to go towards, in, in that player structure, or the, the um, turn structure, I'm going to go towards Prim first then. Um, as you're breaking camp, getting things set up, you hear off in the distance some something that sounds like claws on the surface of the um, the side of the mountain. Okay. Nails on a chalkboard. Nails on a chalkboard. You hear nails on a chalkboard off in the distance. I, I know the mountain. And you're from the mountain air. You know, being cold and the snow and mm-hmm. um, sounds don't always sound like where they come from. Mm-hmm. So I begin to scan everywhere. Okay. Um, it sounds like you're looking to have something good come of this. Let's have a roll for this. And this sounds like mind because you're trying to be observant. So we're going to have a mind roll. Roll, roll, roll. I have an 8, a 13, and a 17. Ooh. I would say that's the 13 plus mind. That's a minus mind. Minus one. It's it's a shame it wasn't a plus because you had added one. Okay. So where's the sound coming from? Um, because you you successfully identify where it's coming from. You get to tell a good tale. I then have to tell the a bad sound one. is coming from about uh, thirty feet above our heads, up the cliff face. Okay. And you mentioned that to the others. Yeah. Look up. There it is. And as he's pointing up. You see what looks like, like um, I don't know, like a little bolt of electricity in the shape of a dart flying towards him. Oh, fantastic! Uh, Mark one, uh, challenge, challenge box. Challenge. Please, JJ. You have now started this challenge. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, we, we don't roll initiatives. There is no initiative. So, so she looking up, you see over see the top of. The um, so that was the bad tale. Now I go on with a neutral tale for you. I'm telling you what you see at this point. Hannah sees up where that little spark came from, looked like an electrical dart, if you will. Um, that 30 feet up above you, it looks like some kind of bipedal dragon looking thingies. It's um, technically these are kobolds from the worlds we know, draconic things that usually worship dragons in some way or another. And up there on the ledge, you see them. Um, they have orange and green mottled skin, and they're wearing orange robes, and it looks like they're just pointing fingers down, shooting little electrical darts at you guys. So I am well aware that these are not dragons. 
You are well aware that they are not dragons, but they are descendants of ancient relations to something like that. I would grab Prin, Prim, Prim, and try to get some. And try to get some cover and yell at the same time. So yell, hide behind him. Hide. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're on a cliff face. I imagine yeah. there's shrubbery or, or at least some ledges that oh, we yeah, can hide yeah. behind. Well, you guys just had a camp set up, so there would have been some protective... Yeah, we had, we had a little insect cave, maybe. Yeah. I want to get cover and at the same time yell to Venti, Yo! Yo! <laughs> yo! Hey, you! Oh! Yo, Venti! <laughs> get some cover. <laughs> Venti, grab some cover. And as I grab Prim and try to, to okay. protect ourselves at the same time, pointing my pistol menacingly. So would you call this then finesse, which would be quick and agile? Yes. Okay. That sounds right. So it sounds like you're trying to get, you're taking cover and get others into cover as well. So I'm using the big d 20s now. I can hear it. Woo! That's oh, wow. That's, that's terrible. A that's a terrible roll. Right, that's so a f- what does it end up four as? Plus a four plus two is six. Okay. So I get to mark a challenge. So mark a challenge, The yes. middle one was 12? Mark no, the high one was 12. Box. It was a two of four. Oh, <laughs> the big the, the big D20s are going away. Yeah. <laughs> they did make a substantial amount of noise, though, which is interesting. They, they made a grand appearance. <laughs> yes, they did. Um... Oh, forget it. I was going to show Bridget the wave on the screen, and it changed just as I was going to point. Gotcha. Um, so here's what happens then. First, you did mark a, uh, challenge. a challenge. Okay. Um, as you went to grab uh, oh, uh, Prim... I have, a, I have a good bad tail. Well, does it have to do with your character? No. Because it was about to. Oh, was it? Go ahead. I, I was going to say, like, she, like, you know, takes cover and fires at the same time, but she fires at the wrong time, and because when she goes underneath the cover, it <laughs> She didn't chase you shooting, though. That would have been neat, though. I said I pointed, oh, you pointed, pointed my, my pistol. Oh. Yes. Um, uh, so, you, when you take cover, um, you do get hit once by one of these electrical darts, and the cover you have taken, and you're grabbing other, telling others to go towards the cover. There isn't enough room for more than just you. Just so you have you you have gotten into the cover, but nobody else can get into that spot now. Um, what is Venti going to do at this point? Um, what tales do you have to tell? Well, <clears throat> I'm thinking if I can. Is, is there more than one thing? There's oh yeah, there's definitely okay. several up there. Um, you might say it's a little can clean I, of them. Can I do my port in the storm to create a safe haven for the three of us? Read out what it does. I um, think the answer is going to be mostly no, but it might help for a little bit. Port in the storm. Uh, it creates a safe haven that harbors you and your allies as long as you stay in it. Um, locals freely offer aid or aid is available if unoccupied. There are no locals, though. It says lo- uh, aid is available yeah. if you're unoccupied, which means okay. like food or mm-hmm. um, things like that. So, considering it would not be... It's like a I would say it's not a magical bear. What I would say is, first off, it's going to require a roll. Right. And um, it sounds to me like that would be... It says, like, I, can, I find a, um, a little cave that might not have been a, a mm-hmm. initially visible. or. So, I would say this shelter. is going to be mind, because it's when you're observant and clever is when you roll against <clears> mind. And we'll give you the opportunity of uh, finding something by increasing the roll using this trait. What do you got? <laughs> four, three, and fourteen. Well, the fourteen is the one you're going to pick. Okay, and then plus one for top. mind would be fifteen. Okay, 
So you find something, and that's going to mark one against the... um, I found a crevasse. Into the crevasse. Into the crevasse, everyone. Okay. You now have a place that you could go hide, if you like. Um, He's a big guy. I am a big guy. You can fit in. We fit in first so you can, like, cork up the doorway. <laughs> you can go in the cork hole. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not I'm not very happy with this cobalt uh, shooting his little magic dart at me. Yeah, um, oh, the other call on all my years of rock climbing mm-hmm. and uh, scurry up the rock and grab him and send him to his death. Wow. That's that sound, escalated quickly. That sounds uh, finessey. Brawny. Brawny, strong. Because strong, you're climbing okay, rock. Okay, okay, let's see how this works. Let's see how, if you're not necessarily being quick about it then. No, okay. I'm, I'm coming up the rock. Okay, Prim, be careful. <laughs> be careful! Have fun storming the mountain! Uh, 16, 11, and 2. So it'd be 11. 11. So plus 3 is 14. Plus 3! Good gosh, I yes. forgot. That's very brawny. nice. He's very brawny. And what was the original name of that character? Prim. Oh, the original name was Volcar. Alright, so who made Volcar? JJ thanks you at this time. Uh, Alright, so you did. You get up there. You grab him and... I just rip him off the... Because the, he was hanging over the cliff face. Mm-hmm. I just rip him off and he goes falling to his death. No! He sounds a little more reptilian as he does that. However, yes. Very nice. Yes. Very and then who done. makes the thud noise as he lands right in front of your crevasse? He thudded thud twice. twice. <laughs> he bounced. <laughs> he bounced. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There we go. That happened. Okay. Hannah. Hannah did not appreciate... No. All those darts being thrown at her. So she is going to roll out, lay on her back, take aim at the next mm-hmm. lizard-looking thing she sees. Oh, yeah. Right up next shoot. to where Prim is up over the ledge. They're looking down. And, um, now, let me ask you something. You, you go. Go, girl. So I've got Stunning Palm okay. as a trait under combat, which yep. is I make a melee attack. Would me shire... Shiring. Firing my weapon. Weapon. There's no H in the beginning. Weapon. Weapon. Would me firing my weapon be considered a melee attack? Where would you fire your weapon? No. No? No, That's fair enough. It's a rage. I had to ask. Come on. Realistically. Now, I would say. If you throw your gun at him, (laughs) throw (laughs) it. I would I'm not of bullets. I'm throwing the gun. Especially because it's a pistol, you could use that hey, move when you hey. pistol whip someone. Yeah, pistol whip them. Superman didn't borrow dodging bullets. But he always dodged a gun. He did. Right. He did. That was awesome. I remember that too. All right, so I will shoot at the nearest. Co- no, they're not cobalt. cobalt. They're cobalt. Okay, cobalt. they are cobalt. I just wanted to give them a little description. Oh wow! Yeah. I got a one, a five, and a nine. Gun Good gun <laughs> Gosh. Good God, man. So, um... Uh, was so that finesse? A bad, there's a bad thing. Here comes the bad thing. What was that? Was that finesse? Or it doesn't it? matter. It, you don't have a plus three. No matter uh, what, it sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, there's no plus three. Yeah, you would need a plus three to get to an eight, which means you get to get to tell a good tale. Ouch. Not a good tale at this time. Just bad. 
The um, the cobalt that fell and bounced explodes. And, oh, jeez. Um, acid, acid flows out from it, and you're having a hard time staying in that crevasse with all this cloud coming in. And it's like you're starting to choke from miasma. You have asthma? <laughs> My asthma's bothering me. So, um, Venti, your crevasse is invaded by acid. Uh, ew. Like if that was okay, the first time. Gotta, we gotta get out of here because that acid is gonna hurt us bad. Um, and I'm gonna try and knock off some more of these cobalt-looking dudes with my magic missile. That's what you said. And it can see around the corner, so even if I can't see them, it can shoot around the over, corner. They, it can go up and knock any of them that's still hiding up there. So you're going to use a magic missile, it sounds I'm going like. to magic missile. Let's go for it. What um, what would that be? Uh, is that finesse? Um, we still have to roll for the magic missile because it's changing the story in a positive or negative way. Yeah, I guess it's got to be finesse, although it's, it, no, that's, it's that's magic force of would be will. mind. That's you, force because of will. Because I'm concentrating okay. to make that happen. I'm fine with that. Okay. I think we need to collaborate, as the keyword is, um, yes. on what these mean because we're all learning the system. I would say that's that's a mind thing. Okay, mind is is like your top one. Right? And my magic missile is a uh, ice. Magic because I'm from Spill Land of the Ice and Snow, and um, <laughs> that's how it goes. Oh, uh, <laughs> she rolls. Ah! Thirteen wow. plus one. Hey, you got a one. There's a, a one, 20, a twenty, and a, and a thirteen. 13. Nice. So that 13 so that's a fourteen. 14. So you get your good tail and no bad tail. So your um, that's nice. You get good tail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it happens as you said. You've already described it as a good tail. You shoot one of the cobalts, um, and uh, prim. This icicle, is it an icicle, essentially? It's, yeah, kind of. Like a trapezoid. It's an ice trapezoid. <laughs> Isozoid. Isozoid. <laughs> <laughs> an isozoid, which sounds like some... It's, it's, it's what, it's what I would have called an asshole snowball way back yes. when. It's an isozoid, flies up right past you, hits one of the, the uh, kobolds, it flops down to the ground. There are still several near you, and um, they say in their in their um, reptilian way, like, like that. Um, Keep away from the shrine. And you see behind them a shrine that looks like they've been carving out of uh, stone, Pr- probably by their own claws, because it's really scratched up and it looks to be some kind of homage to the orange dragon. Okay. What do you um, want to do? You're right up there in the midst of, I'd say there's probably ten of them around you. They don't I, appear to be all that sturdy, because you're taking them out pretty easily, but there's a bunch of them. <coughs> and they're pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew. Uh, yeah, so... What, so it was an isozoid. Um, These would be a shockazoids. They're shooting shockazoids at you. I'm going to... Shaka Khan. Bring my cloak around and use it to create distance from... So I have a little wall between that and my body. Okay. And I'm going to charge and see if I can't uh, poke someone's eyes out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you have a weapon? 
by fingers. Yeah. Oh wow. He gives I, I, have, I have some pretty gnarly claws. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't cut my fingernails. He doesn't believe oh, in that. Right. And you've got the stuff on there. Yeah. He's got them all. He's gonna make them afeard of the ledge. Afeard of the ledge. Make it happen, James. He's gonna attack him with his finger rizoids. Should everything be in a zoid? Why no. not? <laughs> Nine, nineteen, and twelve. Nine, nineteen, and twelve. Sounds like the twelve. Twelve plus three is fifteen. Okay. Very nice. Good gosh, done. man. Well, you don't have to worry about your armor. You just get a good tail out of this. Uh, describe what happens. Um, so, take two fingers into the skull, curl them up to the top of the forehead, <laughs> and pick them up and throw them off the ledge. Nice. At the same time as I kick the dead one that she killed, because I don't mm. want that shit exploding on me. <laughs> uh, that's a good idea. I kick it off the edge as well. Okay. So now, as they fall, it sounds like um, I'm gonna the hit. lizard sound. What was that? <laughs> and then when they hit, there's two of them. There's two of them. Yes. Do There's they both bounce? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> They're very springy. Hannah. All right. Hannah, more of them just fell. They're probably going to explode. Hannah. Counterclockwise. So, Hannah. Yeah, you skipped me. Mm-mm. You went her? You just I went, shot I went, one. I went immediately after you. You just shot one with a magic missile, and then he went. Okay. I'm confused. Sorry. So these creatures have recently died, have they not? They have recently oh, they have died. died. What is it you would like to do with their souls? No. She wants to drain their souls. She never had one of her She's like never whatever tastes like chicken, right? She's never had cobalt soul before. So she's going to use her drain soul. She likes soul food, is what I guess. Soul food tastes, yes. tastes like chicken. Chitlins and fried chicken. Um, okay. She can take a dying or recently dead creature's soul. Okay. While she does this, other kids cannot interact with a soul yep. without my consent, yep. and I can forever obliterate their soul and temporarily temporarily gain some of their power. Okay. <gasps> you could do that. I can do the pew pew right Is back. Is that what you want to do? Yeah, I'm gonna suck one. Of, I'm gonna suck in their soul so you that know. I can also pew pew. Okay. So you become the energizer bunny. Nice. Let's do it. So this sounds like mind or spirit. That sounds I think like it's a mind. Contest of, no, it's not just a soul. It's a contest of souls. So what yeah, is that? Spirit. A, yeah, so I think. Let's say spirit. That sounds good to me. I have to use the highest, which is I'm going to let you use the highest because it's part of a trait that you're specifically picking. So I've got a three, a seven, and a fifteen. So that'd be so. fifteen plus one is sixteen. Okay, so you get it. I so. suck in your soul is mine. So you will both suck and spit. Suck and spit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then, so what does she gain from this? What she gained was the ability to use its missiles. Ma- it, it had magic missile in the form of electricity. So I get so to use magic point. missile back at the kobolds. And but you do, long? and because of the success here, what happens is... The soul itself, when the, when it is obliterated, it's like every magic missile, every electrical dart it had stored up in it, explodes from it and shoots up right, like almost in a cascade over top of Prim and demolishes the remaining kobolds. Oh, jeez. You have defeated... That's what you get for messing with my hair. <laughs> yeah. You have successfully completed this challenge. Anybody who had a challenge... Uh, box marked and clear it. This is 
pretty cool. Consider yourself cleared. Consider yourself cleared. Um, and with that, you see in that area, the um, it looks like they had built a temple to the dragon. And um, there are uh, writings on the wall, clawed into the wall in a common language that you guys understand where it looks like they're coming up with different rituals of how to awaken the dragon. And apparently at the end, there's a big proclamation of, we did it, we did it! And they thought that they had awakened the dragon. Aww. Poor Dementi. And, and I'm going <laughs> to scratch in. I'm going to take my staff and scratch in there. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd <to> Losers. <laughs> Psych. And I forgot to mention earlier, part, part of the way up the mountain before here, Prim was able to find the scroll that Peter had dropped oh. when he was attacked, which had the, the location of a secret or hidden entrance um, into the mountain. Um, I wish to desecrate their altar. Oh, yeah? Desecrate or defecate or both? Defecate in their desecrated altar. <laughs> ew. <laughs> ew, ew. They have... Um, the, the, they were actually doing a really good job putting this together. It's no wonder they were proud of what they had done. They had um, carved what looks like a really cool dragon out of rock. They, it looks like they have carved, carved into a cavern into the side of the mountain. Um, had these ritual areas, a few benches and stools they had worked out, kind of a little sleeping area where they had some straw and leaves and stuff. Um, they put all of that stuff together, created a really nice looking temple. Although the place still smells like they ate and slept there, um, they did burn what, uh, what smells like some of the, the um, roots that the barbarian tribes had burned to try and keep some of the barbarian odors away from the, the camp. They, they burned some of those, and the whole area seemed to be relatively well kept, and they were uh, obviously very proud and didn't like so the intruders coming along. So they've been at this for a while. Coming along. Yeah. yeah, they've been at it for at least several months from yeah, the look of things. they've been at this for a while. Going back to their, um, their notes on the wall, it looks like they've been working on this for probably three, four months. Their dating system didn't quite doesn't quite match up to what you guys know, but they had been working on it for a little while, and they they really thought they had freed the dragon, and you guys were um, poor little kobolds, yeah, poor misguided little souls, poor so unfortunate souls. <laughs> Sorry. Um, based on the map that Peter had sketched out, yeah, you were able to follow for another half a day or so up the side of the mountain it just gets more and more treacherous and it's colder and perhaps venti doesn't really seem to be affected by it as I'm going to take my shoes off <laughs> this feels great huh well, you take I'm actually curious off. what my defense is cold when I take my shoes off you guys might cringe a little so just don't freak out okay so you haven't had a pedicure in a while <laughs> no I have um, pointy feet I really don't show anybody except like my family and closest friend, but we have we all have pointy feet. The Agamites have pointy pointyish feet because we climb like ice cliffs and ah. stuff a lot. So I don't really have toenails, but I have kind of like a one solid toenail that I can dig into ice. Interesting. Yeah. Helps Fascinating. Me but it, it's kind of freaky, so sorry. <laughs> you don't want her to kick your butt. Yeah. Uh, but but like I said, idea. don't say anything about it to anybody. I kinda that's why I wear normal shoes. Because I don't really like to show it off. It's kind of cool. It kind of helps. <laughs> the um, 
So uh, on the trip up there, like I say, it gets colder. As far as that goes, excuse me, that was part of the cloak, I think. That okay. is a defense for cold, which means if something cold comes at you or if something... Yes. Okay, I'm going to give her one of my layers of, mm. of clothing to keep her warm. I'm, I'm comfortable. She's, she's freezing. Like my nipples uh. could cut ice. Sorry. <laughs> Mine too. Go figure. Hey, you got pointy nipples. I got pointy toes. <laughs> hey, between the two of you. We're just going to scale right just up. Alternating. Just alternate. Yeah. Just <laughs> take them both on the wall, like cut, cut, through, the, cut through the glass, Mission yes. Impossible style. You can, you can put them together to kind of like do a spirograph pattern across the ice. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, but I can carve out handholds for you guys to climb easier. There we go. So if you let me go up first. You should go so first. So the cloak then. could be used in um, storytelling mechanism of okay. you're protected from cold because of. Right now, the cold isn't harming you. It's a neutral tale as the, the game mechanic goes. You reach the doorway... The, or, or you reach the area where the doorway is labeled on the map. However, you don't see a doorway, but you're sure that you have followed the spot to where Peter has written it out. He actually has pretty good indications. There is that one little slightly withered evergreen tree to the right, and then there's that rock in the shape of a horse's head to the left. Uh, not a real horse's head, but a natural-looking one. that he's, he, he drew it, and it's like, looks like horse head, and it does. You know, it's just natural. Those pieces are right there. You know you're in the right spot. And we are going to begin the dragon challenge here as you guys decide how you're going to get in and to help with the confusion that we had going the other way because we were just going counterclockwise. I'm going to go back to clockwise and we're going to start with Venti. Okay. Um, so you're sure he's got this map right? He's I'm the, pretty sure I read this correctly. Uh, well, I don't see a door here. Um, I'm just... I'm going to feel around mm-hmm. and see if I can feel any cracks or indications of where a doorway might be. So you're looking, you're actually trying to find the door. Trying to find the door. Okay, let's do a roll. For me, this is going to be mind, because Mm -hmm. you're being observant. And that's what mind has next to it. Ooh. Um, one? 18 or 11? I think 11 is the one in the middle. Okay, and I got plus one, so it'd be a 12. So a 12. So first, mark one of your conditions. Challenge. Challenge. Oh, challenge! Oh gosh, I can't stop. Mark, what are your challenge boxes? Challenge box. But because you have it's a good, good thing, tail, Alyssa's not here. Your good tail. What's that? It's a good thing Alyssa's not here. <laughs> yes. Uh, or Elena. Or Britt. Um, what is the good tail? Um, I think I see a, a little crack that looks like it might be uh, almost like a handle that's been well hidden into the rock. It almost looks just regular like a rock face, but if I run my hand along it, it feels like I could pull it. It might be the door. And my bad tale is when you pull on it, you're not strong enough to open it. Prem! (laughs) (laughs) Help! Now, if we want to stay in a clockwise fashion. Let's go to Hannah next. Hannah. Hannah. Now, Prim can still be the one you called out to, mind you, because that's a neutral tale. Mm -hmm. To be calling out to Prim for help is a neutral tale. But we're going to go with Hannah as the next turn as we stay in a clockwise motion. So Hannah's like just chittering, 
chattering her teeth and like I'd rather be on a tropical island than on the face of the stupid mountain. She's going to um she hears Vinti, kinda sees her check and scope it out the door and she would see that she kinda found a handle. Yeah. And at which case she was called out. Is she pulling at this spot or I'm I'm trying to I, I pull it, I push it, uh, trying to move it to the side. It's really just a little handhold in what looks like a regular rock face. Um, so seeing that, she would just concentrate on keeping an out eye out. She doesn't want to get side or surprised by any more cold balls. Like okay. they took out the group that they went against, but she doesn't know that mm. it was all of them. Okay. So she would just be vigilant about her surroundings. I think that stays neutral. Let's go to Prim. Um, Prim! Prim! I will see that, uh, that feel around for that little handhold. Mm-hmm. Um, attempt, to, attempt to do the the game bop it, twist it, turn it. <laughs> yeah, see see oh, what, yeah. what will it's it gotta take. It's got to open somehow. Yeah. Okay. This is a brawn roll, for sure. Because I've already just described it as she is not strong enough. Come on, Prem. So do you want to do those to things? Live I have a 12, a 13, and a 16. <gasps> Very well, nice. Yay. He gives me a 16. Mm-hmm. We get it. We get it. We get it. Okay. Woo-hoo. So with a 16, you get a good tail and no bad tail. Therefore, describe it. Tell um, me what happens when you exert enough force to make blank happen. It wasn't actually enough force. It was just a complicated mechanism of twist and pull down. Oh, so you're saying Venti's stupid. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, she didn't spend enough time doing it, that's all. Yeah. Hey, well, I found it, so... <laughs> to me! Who <laughs> <and> you? <laughs> um, barbarian. And, uh... <laughs> useless, right? Isn't well, the, 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 re- the reason brawn is necessary, so because of all the earthquakes, the mm-hmm. uh, the mechanism kind of seizes about halfway through, nice, there you and go. it takes me to lift it up out mm-hmm. of the way to fully open the door. When the door opens... There is an acrid smell, an acidic smell that comes through it. Almost, um, it's like um, when you drank soda too quickly and you burp and it burns the back of your nostrils. That, but coming in, not going out. There is, yeah, there there is uh, a very high likelihood that the dragon is acidic in some way. Uh, the The air is warm coming out of this little tunnel. The tunnel itself is about, is think of a, uh, the arched doorway of about maybe 10 feet high and only about 6 or so feet wide. Something that um, is the size of which that baby dragon carcass could have fit through if it were alive. Aww. That's so sad. Venti, what's your next step? Um, <clears throat> hey guys, I'm not, uh, we got to be careful going in here because it doesn't smell so good even though it's warm. Um... I'm just wondering, is it is it light or dark? It is a pale orange glow okay. inside. So it's lit up. I don't have. I don't need to light my. Staff. It's not bright. It's like somebody is holding a candle at the other end of a long hallway, kind of light. Okay. <clears throat> um. Hmm. 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 I. 
don't know. You are beset upon by Minecraft villagers. Oh. 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 I said you are beset upon by Minecraft villagers. You guys, <laughs> let, let's go at this slow, but let's try to like cover our our faces with some cloth and make sure that we are breathing in this footsie stuff. Footsie stuff. Floating in the air. Stuff. So, let's play footsie stuff. This is what happens when you when you play with couples. We um we're experiencing some technical difficulties. By technical, I mean physical. Yeah, we're out of control. Um, so prim. Yeah. The the doorway is open. There's that faint orange light in there, and Venti has mentioned that maybe it's a good idea to cover your noses or cover your mouth and nose with some form of cloth as you go in. I know uh, how that does these Prim react to being told to be cautious? I'm not, the the first there? step to acclimatizing yourself to a new situation is to just breathe deep. <laughs> Head first, man. Head first. Okay, Head I first. got healing potions if you want to keep going that way. <laughs> breathe it in. Breathe oh, it in. Get you? Well, no, the, um, the smell itself smells like something that has been laid, laying dormant for probably a thousand years. That and so you're talking about a major case of crotch rot. That and egg. Oh, oh gross. You think that and egg. Put those two together and that's kind of what you get. However, it's not enough to actually hurt you. It's just enough to make you think, if I didn't live with barbarians before, that would have bugged me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so his nose is immune. <laughs> not immune, just... You know, <laughs> the nose it's plays. like one of those. That, think of it. He just smelled his own poop. The Everyone else's is horrible, but you smelled your own, and you know it's bad, but you can deal with it. Yeah, that's enough. what it is. He can deal with it because he smelled nasty before. And I walk in. Okay, so Prim is starting to walk down that hallway. We'll go back to. We're going to skip Hannah for now because we're going to go keep clockwise. And you guys were fixing this uh, sorry. spill. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Venti uh, Prim has just walked in. Uh, this hallway itself looks like it's about 30-ish feet or so before it takes a turn to the right. Where that faint orange glow is coming from. Alright, I'm going to uh, use my staff and, and make it glow a, just a light amount of, of bluish glow. So that I can see on the walls, see if there's any indication of warnings or any uh, pictographs or anything indicating someone's been down here before and or has been down and hasn't returned. The um, floor itself, there there is a, f- a light layer of dust. However, there are footprints going in and out. Hmm. Someone okay, has so been here been before. Yeah. <laughs> he stole the egg. <coughs> well, okay, so this Bless looks you. like how they... Look at, there's <laughs> there's footprints down there that look human. Uh, I think that might yes, be our mine. thieves. <laughs> going the other way. The other way, Unless too. you walk backwards down the hallway, which I wouldn't put past you, barbarian. But, uh, um, no, I only walk backwards going into new, ad- new homes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think this is how our thieves got out. Mm-hmm. Um, that way the homeowners don't miss me when I leave. Yes. They've already seen my backside. Hmm. Hmm. I think half the, t- the village has seen your backside. Hey, we're, we're, I'm just going to kind of creep 
maybe keep maybe ten feet or so behind Prim, so mm-hmm. that I'm not not okay. in the front, but not lagging too far behind. Hannah, both barrels loaded. Both Lock. barrels. Lock and load. Lock and load, maybe baby. You should go ahead of me because I don't want to get shot in the back. <laughs> Lock and load. I'd be in the middle. Let's okay. do this. She's going ahead of me. Doing this. So Prim, you reach up. You reach the um, end of the corridor where it turns to the right. Um, peeking around the corridor, you see what can only be Iliard's lair. There is this large open area in the middle of the mountain, which looks a lot larger on the inside than it does on the outside. Hmm. Um, the I love it. Who's decorated this place? The whole area itself is bathed <laughs> it's in a warm field. orange glow. <laughs> The dragon itself is not here. Perhaps she left while you guys were headed in. But, oh crap, where's the dragon? Right in the center of this lair, which is probably, think of it as about a 100-foot radius circle. um, Relatively big. It's not exactly a circle, but think of that. It's kind of conical. But um, there there are all kinds of pieces of metal, um, treasures, jewels, all things, but all bathed in an orange glow, so it's hard to tell what might or might not be valuable. And right in the center is an egg, the size that you would expect of the, um, the dragon's egg, based on the other one that you had scryed upon and seen the, uh, the dragon's yeah. carcass. Egg. <clears throat> that egg is right in the center of this area. I would advise the rest of the crew that I don't think the king's plan of stealing the egg to bargain with the dragon is a very good plan. I think we need to do what we can to appease the dragon, not to threaten it. Mm. For once, Barbarian, you make sense. I kind of agree with that. Um, Okay, adventure over! Um... (laughs) Yeah, but we don't know where the dragon is right hey, now. Hey, that's a good point. So how would you go about appeasing the dragon? I mean, well, what would be the beginning of your plan? Say you okay. say you anticipate the dragon coming back. What would your well, plan be? Here's my first thing. I'm yeah. going to scry to see the town and yeah. see if that make sure that the dragon didn't already hit the town. Okay. I like that idea. Because I want to make sure that, that it's not there. That we're too so late. You're going to roll, and we're going to allow this to be an increased roll of... Oh, m- man. Spirit? She rolled oh, a two, a three, two, and a four. four. Oh, good God. So <laughs> you can take the four and <laughs> add one to it. And, uh, five. Um, <coughs> um, first, mark a, mark a condition box. What? It's not condition. Challenge, challenge box. Challenge Do I have a condition box? because I failed? Um... You are now, yes, you have a condition of being blinded to your scrying vision. Scry blind. Scry blind, yes. It backfired and now she's lost it. Uh, Um, Dang it, guys. Sorry. And and when you view, you see the dragon looks like it's circling um, Dragon Mountain. So I actually still get to see? Oh, yeah. Oh. I it, it looks like it's circling Dragon Mountain. Okay. Um, yeah, so... No, I, what happened with that roll is I got to tell a bad tale. Okay. So my bad tale So is I was still trying to find where the it was. The dragon is circling 
And you, you get are. to tell me that... You didn't get to tell me it was where you wanted it to be. I got to tell you it was where I wanted okay. it to be. It's circling the peak of the mountain, so it yeah. hasn't gone to the town yet. So we well, have a way to try to get it back here. Good news, bad news. Good okay. news, bad news. And, um, by the way, I can't do that again. <laughs> oh, my eye! <laughs> my, <laughs> eye. <laughs> my scry eye is blind now. <laughs> Oh, you should get a contact. Lo siento mucho. Cry eye blind. It's the latest pop band coming out of Shadow of the Castle. Instead of third eye blind. I'm scry eye blind. Um, Can I touch the egg without harming it? Well, that's going to involve a roll. Well, first off, what is it you're looking to do? No, you know what? This makes more sense. I go to touch the egg is, is your tail. And now you want something good to happen... Therefore, roll. Right? So you're telling the tale. I'm going to go touch the egg. Got a bad feeling about this. I want to touch the egg. Um, bueno, bueno, bueno. Five. Jeez. Oh, what is that? That's a five. Plus <coughs> what? Plus a uh, <laughs> finesse. Finesse. Yeah. You need that plus three. Finesse. That would be a two. So she's got okay. seven. No. So mark off. She's... Mark off one of your. Challenge, Challenge boxes. boxes. I had I paused. Uh, um, You'll get it yet, Joe. And uh, no, I won't. <laughs> I'm pretty positive I won't. I'm firmly entrenched in the wrong word now. Uh, this is so good. As you touch the egg, it cracks. Great. Oh, crap. And you hear Prim when she touches the egg and it cracks. You hear what can only sound, what can only be described as an agonizing scream from inside the egg. Oh no 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 no! Prim, what's up? Um, I know what I'm gonna do. Maybe. I know what I'm gonna try to do. I want to lose my hand. So I want to use speak with animals to see if I can talk with him inside the egg. Okay. Oh, just calm him down. Um, to see what it is I can do to help. Okay. Um, and I also want to try to uh, instruct Venti to do the idea she had earlier. Now she has the materials to repair the crack. Totally Interesting thought. Make some kind of a, a net. Or well, you have uh, the composite materials of the shell to make another shell. Yeah. Do I, do I have the pieces of the shell? Yeah, they're right here. It... it it, well, it just cracked. This but, one just cracked. Okay, so okay. speak with animals. This is... <coughs> pardon me. This is mind. Yes? Maybe spirit? Some talking yeah, I'll buy spirit. You're going to try and charm and you're being courageous? Why not? Spirit says charming and courageous. I like it. So you're going to spiritize it. And this is going to be an increased roll because you're using this I have two trait. 15s and a 5. So, okay. 15 plus... 1. 16. Yay. Therefore, yes, you can speak with it. What I will tell you, though... Um, so, your good tale is you're able to speak with the dragon, which I wasn't going to think you could, but you can. Therefore, it's good. What you hear is it screaming, Mommy. Oh, no. And that's not meant for it to be a bad tale, yeah. just as an indicator. Because I don't get to tell a bad tale there. It's just telling you what you heard when you got to speak to it. Um, I also know yeah. that uh, this is something that this is a tall tale from my clan. Okay. That um, dragons, much like ducks, 
imprint on the first thing they see. <laughs> okay. So we don't want it to see us. Or it, it would think we're its mommy. Yeah. Exactly. Mommy. And so, yes, my dear, I'm here. <laughs> is what I tell the infant. Oh, okay. yeah. Go to sleep. Tell it to go to sleep. Go to sleep. Just rest. Um, It'll be okay. Right after you guys, um, Venti and Hannah, hear this this screeching sound from inside the egg, and that's, that's what Prim hears as mommy. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay. Um, and I'm screeching back at it. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! There is there is a thunderous noise from outside. Oh crap! Mommy's coming. The mountain shakes, and from up. When you hear the noise, it it forces you to look up, and you see the head of a large orange dragon coming through the side of the mountain. We're going (laughs) to (laughs) die. Look on the positive side. Well, no, you're going to die. Definitely going to die. What would you do in this case? Well, we don't want the egg to break anymore. Um, Although... Maybe he just needs to see his mommy. I don't know. So what uh, What do you think your action would be? Like, I mean, if you're thinking of something like the egg needs to see its mom, would you, when, when the dragon pokes its head through the side of the mountain, would you just point at the egg? <laughs> I mean, um, think of what action you might want to take. What tale would you want to tell later in the tavern, provided you live this, live through this even? Uh, I don't and it know. could just be just neutral. Would you position yourself a certain I way mean, in preparation I would, of I'd something? I'd make get behind, seeing where the dragon is. I'd get behind the egg and as far back against like a, the wall or the tunnel that we came out of as we can, just to see what happens. Okay, what would Hannah be up to? Just gonna run and hide. Hannah, <laughs> I'm not gonna run. I'm just gonna back <laughs> up gonna, slowly. Gonna like kind of slink I'm gonna, away. I'm gonna put my torch, my uh, staff out. Okay. I don't want it any lit up more than it is. How do you put it out? Just she did a hand People gesture. People can't hear that. Okay, I just do a <laughs> swooshy swoosh with my hand. Okay. I do the Nike swoosh right and it goes out. You know what? Edit. Yolo. Oh snap! Oh, she's gonna make <laughs> eye contact. At least she wants to hide. Uh, I'm okay. Yeah. She's gonna make eye contact with the dragon, mm-hmm. and like raise her fist and point at the egg. Yeah, like she's gonna punch it. Okay. If the dragon comes any closer. I like it. All right, this sounds. Gosh, <laughs> that's a that's spirit. spirit. Yeah, yeah, that's gotta be spirit to me. So let's roll with spirit. Let's roll with spirit. And tell me what you got. Oh, my snapness. Oh, you got some and low eight. numbers. An eight. Eight is the total. Eight Wait, is what? the total. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's not completely bad. It's not completely bad. So you are using it as a way to say... Stop. Stop. Where okay. you are. So you get... Don't that's come your, any your closer. Your good tale is that you get to slow the dragon down at least, right? You want to slow it down. Um, the bad tale that happens is the... Um, the top of the egg pops open, the shell pops off the top, and this baby dragon pops its head out and is looking directly at you. Great. Oh, crap. So it thinks I'm its mama? I don't know. Maybe. It depends on if his tribe's tales are accurate or not. Yeah. Prim? Oh, they are. You see this happen. Uh Uh-huh. 
And? And I lament the fact that it didn't look at me first. Damn it! Um, <laughs> and I tell it, I tell it that, um, you know, we're not, she's not your real I know, mommy. I know what I'm going to do. I know okay. what I'm going to do. We're not here to, I, I, I tell Mama Dragon, yep. we're not here to harm. Mm-hmm. We're here to help. We are searching for the thieves that stole your egg. Okay. And this is our, the last known location where we know they were. I would ask here, from a rules perspective, are you being clever or charming? I'm trying to be charming and calming. Okay. Spirit. Like, I don't yeah. want to... You know, He's not trying to but I'm not com- trying to come off as smart or anything. Let's do a roll with spirit. 3D20, take the middle number and add your spirit modifier. That's a 7 plus 1, 8. 8, hey, well, 8 means something good happens out of this. Uh, speaking of, did you mark your mm-hmm. game okay. condition Two box? challenge boxes. Stupid <laughs> challenge box. Um, yeah, make sure you mark a challenge box, JJ. Um, the... The dragon speaks to you only in your head. It doesn't actually screech out loud. It appears to be telepathic, but speaks to you in the dragon tongue that you now understand as of a few minutes ago. You have the, in your head, um, you have the smell of the same thieves. Oh, great. Oh, no. And an acid plume starts to come out from right underneath the dragon's mouth, like at the top of its throat. Some, like a vent opens and this, um, this mist or? starts to come out. You fun. can, but it won't, only if it's neutral because we're going to the next player. I was going to say, you know, then burn it for me because I am not them. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how quickly I can do this before... Oh, you'll have plenty of Anything time. Anything happens, but I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to take some of the metal that's nearby and form it mm-hmm. into a mirror okay. and put it in a way that it's in front of Hannah and that when the baby dragon looks in it, it sees Mama behind it. I like it. It doesn't see Hannah. Excuse me. That's a very good idea. I like it. Go for it. So you're using... Um, Mind. Yeah, but you're using um, the trait. My tools of the job. Tools of the job. So you're creating she's gonna, something. She's going to grab something stuff. reflective. Yes, yeah. I'm going to make it a, a reflective mirror. Okay, let's see what happens here. If something fell so off. Going to take it's a natural 20. Is it, Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> On the carpet, of course. Uh, okay. Highest number. 14. Plus. Well, actually, fourteen is good as long as you don't Plus have a negative. One. No, right. So, so you get your good tail. Okay. The good thing happens. So it sees Mama. Yeah, Yay. it's off you. So Venti was able to allow the baby dragon before it blinked away oh, yeah, the, the egg whites from its eyes. <laughs> um, it was able to hone in on its mother, Hannah. What's up? Venti just got in there. This some acrid smelling acidic nastiness is coming out from um, Iliard. And you guys see me. Um, you know, I did approach the dragon. Like, I'm not threatening it. It looks like he's probably looks like he's playing mind games with it. Yeah. Because well, he kind of is. So Hannah, seeing Venti hold a mirror, 
up next to the dragon, the baby dragon, looks over, kind of assesses the situation, looks up at big dragon, and... Passes out. I mean, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it just faints from fright. No. She is going to then, since she's not on the hook for baby dragon anymore... Mm. She's going to take a couple steps back and, like, pick up some of the treasure and wave it <laughs> menacingly at the dragon and just be like, if you don't leave me alone, okay. I'm going to break stuff. Nice. This sounds like, um... Why not? Gosh. Spirit. Spirit. Let's say Trying spirit. Trying to convince them to do something. Yeah. We'll go with spirit on this. I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's she's dragon bait. Good gosh! So dragon off. A how challenge many, how many, box. A That's challenge, three. Thank you. Three. Wow. That's not good. No. Um, I'm gonna die. At this point, you have. We are going to add to you the condition of suffocating as the mist surrounds you, which means you're going to be gasping for breath with everything you do. It's a two Fs. Does my port in the storm do anything? Two Fs of suffocating, yes. Oh, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Does Um, my port in the storm do anything to protect us? That was in that little cave you found. Yeah. But can I find a a pocket of clean air? Perhaps after Prim decides what he's doing. I tell the dragon, you know, burn it from me then because I am not them. Um, it sounds like you want to issue a command to the dragon. Not so much a command, just, you know... Well, do you want anything to happen because of this? If so, then it requires I, a I role. want her to trust me. Okay. That is the end goal of this. Okay. I, 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 I welcome her breath. So it sounds like another spirit role, then. If you want something to happen, something interesting, good, whatever, to happen out of this... Dramatic, exciting. I have a 16, 16, and 13, so (laughs) that gives me a a 14. It gives you more than enough. Um, She pauses. Iliard pauses. And in your head, you hear her voice saying, um, I recognize the clan markings from, from, um, from the barbarians. And she kind of muses for a few moments in your head, mind you. So the dragon Venti, um, she appears to be transfixed upon Prim. However, the baby is trying to get out of its shell, and it, it seems to be stuck in there. And um, Hannah is suffocating. And what does Hannah sound like when she's suffocating on acidic <coughs> mist? <coughs> that you hear that. Okay. All I can hear can is get- uh, Sylvester from Looney Tunes suffocating succubus. <laughs> Suffering succubus. Suffering succubus. Alright, so I don't I don't need that mirror anymore. Uh, possibly not. Okay. But if you drop it, that could help explain the bad tale you're about to roll. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. I mean I'm gonna give I'm going to give <laughs> Hannah a healing potion. Okay. That should um, help her breathe better and help mm. her feel better. Okay. Um, I'll call that a neutral action for okay. now because uh, that could just affect her at some point. It doesn't really change the story right now. 
Is there any positive thing you want to do with, or, or not positive is the wrong word, anything risky you want to do? Because that's what really triggers the role when you do something that involves risk. Um, punch a baby dragon in the face, you know. No, I threatened um, to <laughs> punch a baby dragon. Well, you wanted you threatened to the the treasure, right? After I tried, I threatened to punch a baby <laughs> dragon in the face. Yellow. I'm, now the Yellow. the dragon already imprinted on its mommy. Yeah, I mean, you guys said that, so yes. Okay, uh, I'm going to help it get out of its shell, so it can okay. go to its mommy. I'm going to so show that I'm boost. show it that I'm I'm helping it. I'm not hurting it. Um, because it's struggling and would struggle against you, I'm going to say this is a brawn roll. You will actually have to use strength to make this happen. Let's see what happens. Fifty pound baby. There's another die on the floor. Tiny table doesn't walk. You dropped the dice from a... Twelve. Okay. Twelve. Okay, so twelve gives us your good tale, which is... That I help him get out and he starts moving towards Mama. Okay. And then the bad tale is... Mama's not noticing and the baby's walking right towards one of her front paws, Hannah. Oh, Jesus. Hannah oh. sees that baby And you dragon. just got a healing potion, by the way. So so you're feeling a little better. So I'm feeling yeah. better? Have I, ingest- have I ingested buffing? Yeah, but buffing. it might not help you directly and immediately, depending on what role you have. Right? All right, so here's the deal. So I see baby dragon heading towards one of Mama's paws. And it's like, squeal, squeal, squeal. And, and Prim hears, Mommy, Mommy. And Mama Dragon is busy talking. About to put Prim. a foot down on the baby dragon. Can I touch baby dragon? Because it's transfixed on Prim. Can I touch baby dragon? That's the role. I'm going to... Ch- right. You're going to reach out to the baby dragon. I'm going to reach out to the baby dragon and get him to calm... You did this with the egg. That was really successful. down. <laughs> Slow your roll, <laughs> baby <laughs> dragon. Oh, what you got? Oh. So, since I'm using my blissful agony, does that mean I get the high one? <laughs> She's making. She wants to make it feel whatever. Okay. Um. Yeah, we're gonna say yes because Good. then we rock. I Good. wish you had described it ahead, but you didn't, and it's close enough. Well, I said touch the baby dragon. Yeah, it sounds a slow to roll. do something right. to make him feel calm. It would. Th- I the way I read the way this game plays is that you would say. I'm going to use my blissful agony to uh, blank. Oh. Right. I apologize to the game creator. No, no, no. She wants to stunning strike him to slow his roll. Stop moving. Slow your roll, punk. Stunning pump. Wa-pow! And then, boom, it explodes. Okay. Was that finesse? Does it matter with a 17? No. Can you make it go below Will you let me 14? do? Yes, you- done. You got okay. it. Okay, 17. Got so it. he's calmed down. Is he out of Mama's way, though? So what have you done? What is your good tail? So the good tail is I got a hold of one of his little leathery wings, and I'm like, oh, gross. Ew. It's, it's totally still slimy. Gross. Yeah, it's still, it's still slimy. It's still slimy, and it I still get has him. egg whites on it. Get him mm. to stop where he's at and just kind of mm-hmm. pause and try to figure out what the heck's going on because he's feeling all kinds of And what of are you groovy. making him feel? He's feeling very groovy right now. Really? Like afraid of his mom? No, just totally. <laughs> afraid of his mom. <laughs> totally groovy, just totally calm. And he's like, what is that? 
So with this, I will tell you that success was the one that let you guys finish the dragon encounter. Therefore, the way that will wrap up is the mom realizes what's going on and does understand, Iliard does understand that you are not the enemy. She will allow you to leave in peace. And how will you guys handle that to wrap up the story? How will you guys handle the rest of this? I will promise adventure, Iliard, um, to capture the thief alive and bring her back, bring him back for her pleasure. Okay. <clears throat> when we go out of the tunnel, we're gonna. I'm gonna have Prim push the door closed again, and then I'm going to uh, magic missile it. So that the door's even more difficult to open and, and try to protect the entrance so that nobody else tries to go in there and mess with them. Okay. Can I swipe a necklace on the way out? <laughs> oh, come on. No? Demaya. Short, short right. answer is yes, you've already won. So that's part of winning. You have a spoil of war if you wish, but it could mean that you have an enemy later. So I'm like, hey yeah. guys, you think I could swipe a necklace on the way out? <laughs> and they're like, oh, come on. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'll be back. The thing is, everything has an orange tint, so you're not quite sure what... It, you could end up grabbing, like, a faux silver. Yeah. And you wouldn't even know. Faux shizzle. Fine. It could be real shizzle, or it could be faux shizzle. My nizzle. All right. I won't take anything this time. So you guys will get back to town eventually. Mm-hmm. Back to the city. Back to Shadow Castle. Back to Bottoms Up. Yeah. And explain to the king how things went. And he would again be very pleased with your progress and how Murder Hobos Incorporated once again murdered nobody except kobolds. (laughs) And they were, yeah, that's a good point. Um, He knows he can call upon you again in the future. Our rate just went up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was Dragon was yeah. not in in the original plan. That was not in the original contract. No. And I think that's going to wrap up this session of Adventures from the Shed as we finish up Adventures from the Attic. Our um, Tavern Tales adventure. A big thanks to the author of Tavern Tales, Dabney. If I could remember his last name right now, I would say it. I'll put it in the credits as we do it. Uh, I think we had a, a bit of fun playing this system. I liked, yeah. We liked it, and we may do a little, a short little review after this, recorded separately. But for now, we're going to say bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye, penises. A splendid compromise ends our Tavern Tales adventure here at Adventures from the Shed. A big thanks to Tavern Tales creator Dabney for his help in getting us started and the Reddit community for helping with the pre-made characters. Be sure to check out our review episode to get our verdict. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.